0: You're listening to the Second Opinion Podcast. Second Opinion on what? Like. I think we should get a second opinion. Where all things gaming are on her mind all the time. That's all I can think about. Just like the name says, we might have some different opinions. So get yelling,
1: <laughs> laughing, <laughs> crying, and then somebody me across the. And of
0: course, some very opinionated gamers. Here are your hosts Celeb, Bolt, and TJ. Dude, i so tired. What's up, bro? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> My mic just got way louder.
1: <laughs> uh, no, man, I got one more day, bro. One more day. One more day, and then everything kind of slowly tripled down to being normal again. Yeah.
0: Are you? Are
1: you? Uh, are you off for a little bit? Or? I'll be off for... Th- I'll get three days off. That's good. And then I'll pee back up on Monday, and of course, i start back at Brookshire's on Monday. Yeah, yeah. So, um, everything will get slowly back to normal.
0: We're not all, you know, as lucky as, like, my mother-in-law. She saw... I saw her the other day. Who, Cindy? Yes. Oh. She had, like, seven days off. Yeah. Like, the uh, whole week
1: of Christmas completely. completely off. See, see, the thing about it, people don't understand, like... During, during this time of the year for Walmart warehouses, they, they really don't do much because they yeah. do everything to get ready for it. And there's just, you know. This is crazy. It is. She it said is. something.
0: I was like, What are you talking about? She was like, I'm off until next, this coming up Monday. I was like, What? Yeah, Are it, you
1: kidding me? And what's really crazy, like uh, next week when we have New Year's Eve new year's day Mm -hmm. and then saturday and sunday and then possibly monday Mm -hmm. there'll be some drivers that could get five days off depending on their seniority. wow really yeah because i mean because we won't do any pickups on that thursday of course we're off friday uh some some businesses work saturday in some of the bigger cities but they don't do very much pickups so when monday rolls around there's not going to be very much volume for us to deliver yeah So so like next monday the monday after christmas I'm only running a skeleton crew. Um, really? Yeah.
0: Wow, dude, that's crazy. That's going to be like the lowest amount of people you've had there, like, for right. the past like what four months?
1: No shit. That fun. is crazy.
0: But we kind of have a quick hit episode for you guys today. <clears throat> More or less, uh, me and Bolts just wanted to talk about like some holiday stuff, some of our like favorite Christmas memories, um, and talk about a couple of little topics. But first off, of course, before we get into that, we're going to talk about what have we been doing and what have we been gaming. So, Bolts,
1: how has life been treating you? What have you been gaming? Uh, life has been, been okay. Um, I'm just ready for this month to be over with officially. Uh, no, nah, it, it had been too bad um, I work I come home I game a little bit and then I eventually fall asleep usually around seven or so and, and you can tell that alarm goes off again around midnight or so and I am at work by one so it's, it's 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 been gravy but on the de- um, on the plus side I've been able to game a little bit of uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla um, I'm officially 20 hours in Awesome. Um, of course, I've I've done jack jack shit of the main mission. Yeah, because um, that's just what I do. Yeah, um, I'm rolling around. Um, I'm. I I'll tell you one thing the um, the the bases that you go to are so full of enemies all the time. They are, bro. And it's so it, it, look. I, I was I went to this base today. And I, you know, of course, you know, I run around the perimeter and I use my little base, basically Eagle Vision. You know, you hold the button and get that the sound wave or whatever. Uh, and of course, all the enemies pop up red and whatnot. And I'm just like, I keep going around and I keep popping up and popping up. And I think I I, think I officially counted like 47 enemies in this one. Little base. <laughs> and after two hours and 15 minutes of sneaking around and assassinating everything. I still had ten more to go. Dang! I was bro. like, "Let me get out of this base so I can save it." <laughs>
0: you're like, "I'm gonna be playing it for another two hours." <laughs> right. while I'm sneaking. Uh,
1: um, but it's 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 fun. It's it, it truly is. You know, you, you, you listen to uh, as you're hiding in the weeds, you can hear the the talk about the kings and and of course about the uh, the Danes and so on and so forth. Um, uh, I, I really do. Um, I, I I like. I, I'm, I'm I'm enjoying it. I really yeah. am um I, I can't wait till i get actually into the story but but you know me i'll, I'll, I'll complete the entire <laughs> map before i you're, show you're
0: like uh, i'll jump in I'll, I'll probably get the story completed by like you know this time next year yeah exactly after 100 <laughs> hours
1: in I'll, I'll complete the story yeah um, and that's the way i feel like it's gonna end up happening yeah. um but no it's it's so far so good uh there's some there's some things that you know i i I do have quirkiness about it but of course it is an assassin's creed game so you know what comes with the greatness also comes with some of the the, the drawbacks yeah, you know some you're, of the normal little you know, Assassin's you're, 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 try, you're running towards ladder and you try to jump up the ladder and then it climbs the wall and you're like fuck yes. and then you try to get down and then it hops up you're like what is going on <laughs> so I mean but that, but that's, that comes to expect with the yeah. free run game like that yeah Um I, I do love the uh I, I use the Predator bow so much yeah the Predator bow is nice I just I, I, I never realized how much because like in Odyssey mm-hmm. I did I use the bow but i would use the guide of the bow more than anything like if i'm sitting behind a mountain yeah i would use i would shoot the bow and then and and then guide it over the mountain and kill somebody Mm -hmm. but this one right here man i i'll pop off seven arrows in a heartbeat and drop off seven and watch six more show up i'm like what is going on (laughs) um but overall i'm I'm really enjoying it um like i said and and i'm planning on the one on the one x y'all um so I mean, graphically, it's still there. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it does run a little slow, just because it is it is the One X yeah. um, compared to this, of course, the Series X. Um, low times are what they are, mm. um, but overall, game physics, the the, the overall environment, of course, uh, Wessex and Cambridge and all that stuff. That's it's really it's cool. I, I really like it. I'm really yeah. enjoying it. Awesome, man. And of course, um, I am still playing COD. Um, yes. Yeah. And and I, I tell you one thing. You know, when you first play COD, and and of course this comes with every COD game, (laughs) that first basic game that they put out there is so...
0: It is. You talking about like like launch day? Version. Yeah, launch
1: yeah. launch day. Cod is probably yeah. one of the worst games ever to be released, and that goes with <laughs> any Cod game.
0: No, uh, you're yeah. no. the one that launched that was just like I felt like it was a complete game, and I think you agree with me. It was World War Two. Yeah, 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 That launched, okay. and I was like, this game is amazing. The majority
1: of the time when they <laughs> yeah, release yeah. a Cod, especially the multiplayer, not not so much the story, but totally the multiplayer. Yeah. Um, it is as basic as they come. And it is dry. It's bland. It is a well-done... St- I mean, a well, well-done steak. And it's just like, what is going on? Yeah. But, of put course... flavor to it. Man. Right. Over over the past month, they've put the patches, they've put the updates, they've put the battle passes, they've done this, they've, put, they've upgraded the store and all that jazz. So, of course... And they just it, it's rocking and rolling out, and it's it's just as good as it is. man. It is great. I'm just saying,
0: man. Bro. And it's like they're adding more and more modes. You know, all of us jumped in there the other day. It was like you, me, Elvin, Jesus
1: playing prop hunt. Uh, playing prop hunt, <laughs> it was and so it fun. was so fun. It was um, so fun. <laughs> it was
0: a lot of fun. And that's one thing that I really enjoy about crossplay, is that you know, no matter if you got PC, Xbox, or PS4, you can play these games. Which back in the day, we didn't, we couldn't do that.
1: No, we <clears> no, we'd have to have two consoles. At the yeah, house.
0: exactly. So, oh, I'm gonna tell you though, I miss some land parties, bro. I miss having like, bro. I'm telling. I, I've said this on the podcast so many times; it's ridiculous. And of course, it's not a multiplayer game. But whenever Skyrim came out in 2011, oh yeah, bro. Oh my god, I had got back. <clears throat> I had actually. What, did I just get back? from seattle and it launched when it launched i
1: think so it was was, i don't remember what it was but
0: i just got back from pax prime in seattle and i remember me and bolts we were just talking about i was like oh my god bro i played it for an hour it was amazing and bolts was like hey dude listen when it comes out we're doing something like i'm coming to your house or, or something like that we're going to play it and i'm telling you guys listen he came over did you come over the night before or did
1: yeah, it was it was the day it was the day for it because I ended up staying the night. Yeah, it was the, it was the day before I came over probably around eleven because I had to work. Yes. And when I got off work, I snagged my TV, I snagged my console, drove over there, we shacked up in the room, and that's all we did yeah. for for almost two days.
0: Yes, it was so awesome. We sat there and I was playing on my big sixty uh, five inch TV that was in the corner, yep. warming my entire small room that I had at the time, um, and. And that that was really crazy. Is that's right before I moved to Palestine. That was like that was actually like six months before I moved in with you in Palestine. Yep, man, that's nuts. But yeah, I sat there and I was playing, and Bolts was playing on his. And what was great about it, and and this will always cut down to the reason why me and Bolts are such big Elder Scrolls fans, is. We were, we had started out about the same exact area, and within that two day span of playing it, we were in completely different areas, completely different characters, doing completely different side missions. It was such a great game. It was. Oh my God, it was so good. I'm so, I I can't wait until Elder Scrolls 6. I cannot wait, but anyway, so gaming wise, I've been playing. Um, I'm still playing Fortnite, playing a little bit here and there. They've got a really cool Wakanda Forever, um, like Marvel collection um, in memory of Chadwick Boseman right now. You can get, <clears throat> I think you can get, <clears throat> what is it? I think you can get Miss Marvel. Um, you can get Black Panther and some other. Character, I can't remember. I don't think they're a Marvel character, but um, you can get some really cool. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Um, what is his name? I cannot remember his name to save my life. He like copies Captain America.
1: Captain Marvel. No, no,
0: no, no. no. Of course, I would forget it. Anyways, in this collection, um, in this collection, it's it's really cool because it is you know uh, in. Um, it is in remembrance of Chadwick Boseman. Okay, I actually had to stop the show and find it because I'm, I'm just a doofus, but it is the Marvel Royalty and Warriors pack and it has Captain Marvel, uh, Black Panther, and Taskmaster. Um, I think it's like 29 bucks to get all these skins, which I'm not going to pay for those skins, but one really cool thing is if you finish the Wakanda, um, Wakanda challenges, you actually get an um, emote for your character, which does the Wakanda whatever. Uh, Wakanda whatever Wakanda forever um, Emotion Uh, And it's really simple ones It's play matches Complete 10 matches in Battle Royale mode Outlast your opponent Survive longer than 500 other players uh, And then play duos or squads with friends Play 5 matches in duos or squad modes With friends on your friends list So Very simple challenges to get that emote But um, I've been playing that Having a lot of fun with it I'm like super close super close to getting my last berserker challenge so i can get all the armor for for the mandalorian so i'm my my goal is to in the next like week is to get up to the point of being a level 100 so i can have baby yoda which is the coolest thing because like while you run around he's like sitting in that little egg case oh, that yeah. floats around behind you
1: his name is Gro- grogu, grogu
0: grogu i'm sorry i'm just broke forever the, we've listen, called him baby listen. yoda
1: no he was the child also <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm gonna fight you. Okay, so real
0: quick. um, What up? um, I've also been playing Assassin's Creed. I played that today. They have the Yule Festival, which I don't know if um, you did any of those challenges yet or if you updated it.
1: No, Brian does no challenges. Well,
0: um, they have the Yule Festival, which is really cool. You get these Yule tokens, and like, there's one area to where you can go in there, and like, it's like a a a brawl, and you fight like up to ten people and as it goes along the the people that you fight are more challenging so there's one guy that literally just runs at you in like slap boxes he's like <laughs> 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 and then like his special move to knock you down he like jumps backwards and like hits you in the face with his ass Yeah. and he'll fart in your face and then whenever he farts in your face you get like poison um, uh, poison damage but anyways you'll get Yule coins and with those Yule coins you can buy exclusive stuff during the Yule Fest so you can get really cool stuff your ship that makes it look like an icy dragon and all this other stuff it's really awesome Um, and i've been playing call of duty a lot uh, and cyberpunk so i've kind of been jumping back and forth between both of them Um, today i don't know it was weird for me like I, i really tried to like sit down and like this morning bro i went off on call of duty bro like i was playing so good on hardcore mode it was amazing how good i was playing and then just I don't know. I just got in this mood. I was like, I don't want to play anything today. So I ended up passing out for like a couple of hours, but, um, okay. So before we move into this, we have to talk about something. Um, we're, we're slowly, but surely kind of getting into, um, doing more geeky stuff, but I haven't really talked to bolts about this in person as of yet. Oh dear. But the Mandalorian season finale for season two has happened. And Oh my God. Oh my God, was it awesome. I am so shocked by this show. Constantly, every episode, it's getting better. Like, through from season one to season two, I can honestly say, I don't think there was one episode that I was like, nah, that was okay. Every episode has been great. And the build-up up up until this last episode has been truly amazing. And everything that took place in this last episode was amazing. So if you haven't listened, or if you haven't watched this episode yet, don't listen to this little section. Skip a couple, probably about five to ten minutes ahead. But, bolts. What's Season up? finale of Mandalorian 2. Tell me what you thought.
1: Um it was it was, it was it was a bit of a shock, it was a surprise. Yeah. Um as a whole see as a whole scene was happening, um of course I was trying I was I was trying to run through all the characters through my head of who could it be and so on and so forth. Um and then I stopped collecting myself and I was looking for the glove. Um and, it, <laughs> yeah. and then I ended up seeing yeah. the glove and at that point I was like no and so, of course, I let the scene play out, and of course, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Luke Skywalker showed himself, um, and then took Grogu. So um, it was, it was completely, a, and it was, it was a shock and awe. Um, and it's, it's so great that they brought that scene of, of, of him just using his lightsaber. And just mulling through whoever it was, and that, that last bit when he's clenching his fist and pull, and and taking that oh, that, man. that super droid basically and putting him into a ball of metal, you know, that's that that's the Luke that uh, that we all remember and love.
0: I'm telling you, bro.
1: Um, so it was um it was something it was exceptional. Um, and now I'm now of course everyone else of course who has seen it, um, it is on this whole another level of. What the hell is gonna happen? <clears throat> you know, because because you
0: can't, yeah, you can't just build that up and have that connection, right? With the child and, and, and 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 the thing
1: them. about it is, and of course, all the questions are rolling through the air. All this time, what happened to Grogu? Is Grogu still alive? If he is he the, is he on the back burner of of the new force? Was he waiting to show himself? Um, uh, when a new force um, wielder would show or, or would show herself yeah so and 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 you also sit there and think about well you know with the attachment that grogu had with mando you know there was that you know that that small path to the dark side you know just like just like anakin with his mother very much you know grogu with mando so and and we know what we saw what we saw in red the last time luke had someone he was training who he saw a vision of the dark side <clears throat> kylo oh my ren my, how, so how you know out. um <clears throat> and so it's just so many questions and so many things have popped up and everyone's theories is rolling out there yeah and and, and honestly um as much of that as a surprise the end credits was probably even better
0: oh my god yes
1: um <sighs> You know, it, it's it, You 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 go to the old Jabba the Hut temple, the tomb, the 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 castle, the fortress, whatever you want to call it, and of course, Biv Fortana is sitting there with his little fucking <laughs> way. <laughs>
0: he's about the size of Jabba the Hutt. Uh,
1: exactly. He's grown a little bit, you yeah. know. Apparently, when you sit in that throne, you expand. <laughs> and and as of right now, Boba Fett is a little large, so he's probably going to out outgrow his armor, in the, by the next by the beginning of next season, yeah. Um, but of course at the end credits, Boba Fett shows up, Bill Fortuna is there, kills Bib, takes over the throne, and you got the book of Boba. Yeah. I just I can't wait until and it it it's not even you know, we talked last episode, at last podcast, about about all these, these new series and stuff, yeah. and wait until all all of this stuff starts getting intertwined. Oh man, yeah. It's gonna be so awesome. Yeah, because
0: they said that like Mandalorian is gonna be jumping into these other seasons. No, absolutely. As well. Absolutely. And, uh, I would expect them to be jumping back and forth, but to to for my opinions on it, right when I saw right when I saw the the, the um, right when I saw the X-Wing, I kinda I kinda stopped and i saw it and i was like no that's probably they're probably just going to reintroduce those guys or something like that it's going to be a couple of x-wings coming, and it's going to be this big battle scene and then they it slowly went in and they were like what is one single x-wing going to help us like one i, I was like no I, I literally bro. i had my my galaxy bud pluses in there is watching her show and i'm like i'm clenched up i had my fist in front of my mouth i'm like there's no freaking way they're about to do this and i was the same exact way that bolts was when i saw the cloak i was like okay listen disney could be just trying to pull a fast one on us and just getting us over excited and it ended up being somebody from like the rebel series or something like that and then i saw the glove and i was like freaking lost it man oh my god i lost it i saw the green saber and I mean, bro, it was so reminiscent of it was so reminiscent of the scene from Rogue One and all that other stuff. I think we kind of talked about this on the last episode a little bit, but like I mean, this we we didn't really go in depth of exactly how we felt about it. And I, I mean, this whole aspect of this show has me so excited. All those people bolts all those people that talked about, constantly talked about how Disney was screwing up Star Wars and all this other stuff. You and me both know. Like the last series wasn't. I mean, it wasn't the best, but like it was not bad. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like the like the last few episodes, they were not that bad. Um, but just the just the Mandalorian show itself has knocked everything out of the water and it it has been such a good series and even like what bolt said at that end scene that was another thing it was another little silhouette from like the original saga of of return of the jedi when when luke comes down that hallway and meets Mm -hmm. up with boba it was or meets up with a job of the hut it was the same thing boba comes walking down you see a shadow Oh my God, it was amazing. It was so, so good, and I'm so excited to see what else they have to have to say. Uh, lastly, I will say this, um, and then we're going to talk about our memories. Totally forgot to mention this at the beginning. I have been playing Diablo Immortals on mobile, and um, I got an Alpha invite from uh, Blizzard, so big shout-outs to them for letting me check the game out. And as me and Bolt said... When this game was first announced, we said on the on that podcast the week that it was announced, this game is going to do great things on mobile. And Bolts, uh, if I can remember right, I'm pretty sure bolts said Diablo, with it being the style of game it is, is perfect for mobile devices. Yep. Perfect. That's exactly what Diablo Immortal is. So all these people out there trashing it Talking about they were so upset because the new Diablo didn't get shown off and it was Diablo Immortals. This game is fantastic Graphically, it's awesome. Now my phone is a note 10 plus so I didn't get to unlock frames like you can on the 20 uh, like the s 20 plus and the note note 20 plus but I still have uh, enough graphical power in my phone to run it on ultra and it runs so good bolts. I mean, it, it looks so good. I actually chose the Demon Hunter class and um, I'm having a ton of fun in that game. You can literally do the same exact thing that you can on PC. You can join up with people, you can join guilds, um, do co-op. I'm telling you, bro, like, I know if AnswerButts can see you and me playing this game together and, like, running some dungeons, bro, because it is really, really fun. Um, And for, like I said, for it being a mobile game, it looks really good. I mean, it's a very close comparison to, like, Diablo 3 on, like, base PS4. You know what I'm saying? Like, it looks really, really good. So, um, anyway, so on this episode, as I said, we're going to talk about some Christmas memories. So... I've been a gamer all my life. So has Bolts. Um, for the most parts of our life, at least, and um, I've always really enjoyed games. But there's always those memories that cut back to olden days that are just such good memories. The magic of video games back in the day were just unbelievable. You know, I mean, of course, as adults now, we we appreciate video games in a different light than what we did as children.
1: Yes, absolutely,
0: but the magic of getting video games back in the day was just there was nothing better than getting a brand new video game for like christmas or That's birthday it. or something like That's that it. so
1: because you got to realize because back then video games in, in, in cost like they did today you know you a 20 30 video game was completely unheard of yeah you know your parents weren't gonna buy some shit like that back in the early 90s and so on and so forth so yeah exactly but but yeah you're you're right i mean video games they hold um and 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 you know both of us we were born in the 80s so Mm -hmm. you know that's when the 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 atari was kind of there the nes was taking place um then it slowly rolled into the sega super nintendo um then after that it was a 64 and then this uh, ps1 and then uh, you know the ps2 came to light with the original xbox and then it just grew and grew and has been and it is the force that it is today um and you can thank the, the the running mates of the atari and the nes and and a, and, I, and i and i say this to the day the the super nintendo and the nintendo 64 those were the those were some of the the most innovative consoles we've ever i mean we've ever had yeah the the amount of games that the super nintendo would put out on that thing. Um, and, and it had it had some of the best, best games <laughs> you ever bro. play. You know, and, and and even then, they back then, like on the Super Nintendo, they took, uh, you know, like on the regular NES, you had the duck hunt <laughs> with the yes. gun. You know, remember that that, that that big-ass rifle you could stick on your shoulder? And then you play that game with those big old mechs flying across the screen? <laughs> yes, you know? bro. I mean, that stuff was innovative. It's, it and was. Nintendo had it, and they brought it. Um, well, what was a, what was a memory that you had? I I, I have a few, um, I, I really did. I mean, we, we had a regular Nintendo, um, but for the most part, my, my very first console that I, that I, I got that I played, um, religiously was, was the Sega Genesis. And it's kind of a, it's kind of a sore spot because the Sega Genesis was given to me from, the uh from the stepfather only to kind of win me up you know what i'm saying <laughs> so It's like uh, he'll like this <laughs> exactly he'll like uh, you know i mean we we drove from ohio right and uh it was it was sitting there waiting for me Well, no we drove from ohio to spend the summer down here and it was sitting there waiting for me in the living room as as my mom and my sisters unpacked everything yeah. i sat there and played sonic so <laughs> you know um but I, I do remember that of course um, on on the Sega Genesis, some of my favorite games. Um, I loved Mutant League Football. Um, God, Mutant League Football, uh, is such a good game. Yeah, uh, Mortal Kombat, of course. I mean, you, you can never go wrong with Mortal Kombat, NBA Jam, the Tournament Edition.
0: What was that one game? It was like Comic X.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, it was I all about that you, you know, and of course back then, you know, as a young lad, I, I was we, we we played games to. To, to play the games um adults would play the games back then they would play fantasy star they play final fantasy yeah. man me as a as an eight nine year old i didn't understand that shit <laughs> no. you know turn based games trying to get my hp up to nine 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 so i can do like a million damage i know none of that bullshit <laughs> sorry but i'm just saying that's, <laughs> that's true bro. you know so of course my games were mutant league football uh nba jam tournament edition mortal kombat uh um, almost any baseball game triple play was back then for EA um, Madden you know Madden of course was taking was, was was really picking up steam for the for that generation of console yes. uh, Road Rash was one of my favorite games oh my god so Road I mean it, that, that was that was one of the the biggest memories another memory I had um was the first time I got my handheld video game system and it was a Game Gear Game Gear it was man. a Game Gear um and it, <laughs> for what the Game Gear was, um, it was a really introduction to handheld with color. Yeah. Um, it had a bright, bright LED screen. Well, LED. It had a bright tube TV screen. Um, so you could play it in the dark and light up your entire damn room. Um, but it was the introduction. To se- it was Sega's introduction to the handheld. Um, it was about the size of a... Um, <laughs> about the size of the of, of, of the new of this nintendo switch you know that's basically what it was mm-hmm. especially the light um it had a little bitty like 3.3 inch screen it had color it was bright it was it was really innovative it was it was really cool but unfortunately it couldn't hold up to the nes but i mean most things can't um and then the the other big things was whenever um i got a sony playstation one with blitz with no memory card and so that bitch would stay on all night because <laughs> I could not save. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that was another great memory, that first console. And then probably one of my favorite my, my favorite Final Fantasy game I got when I was, I say preteen, uh, was Final Fantasy VIII. I got yeah. that. Came, it came with like three or four discs, of course. Um, I got the book with it. It was just one of those things that I, I was craving. So. Yeah.
0: I totally understand that, bro. Well, I think probably my biggest memory for for Christmas is the N64 launched in, what, 96, I think?
1: Yeah, I think it was mid-90s. I
0: think it was 96. Yes, it was 1996. Okay, so um, when the N64 came out, it was like the big craze. I mean, it was huge. We, we couldn't get one on launch day. <clears throat> um, things were really tough. I mean, you know, same as probably bolts. You know, oh, yeah. kids nowadays have have it so much better. And they don't even realize. <laughs> they don't realize. But I have no clue how my dad did it at all. But in Christmas of 1997, um, we got, like, the ultimate package for Christmas. And it was for me and my brothers. We got... In uh, '64, we got Madden '64. Um, we got Bomberman, and we also got uh, Star Fox '64, which Star Fox had launched was that amazing. year. Was amazing! And my God, it was such a good game. And I just remember, like, I always say this memory all the time, but like, I remember playing my dad uh, the day after Christmas. And we're playing N64, and he was like, "Stop being a sore loser and just play me." And I was like, "I don't know how to play this game." And I did. I wasn't a big football player at that time. And um, my dad ended up. I think he did. He got an onside kick, scored a touchdown. I got the ball. Um. Throw an interception. He gets the ball back. Scores another touchdown. I get the ball, and I'm running downfield, and I'm about to kick a field goal. He blocks the field goal and runs it all the way back for a touchdown. And he's jumping up and down. He's like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's got the Cowboys. I can't even remember who I had. And I was so mad. I was so, so mad. But I think the reason why I was mad is because I was really enjoying Bomberman 64, and he sold it. (laughs)
1: He sold it.
0: I will never forget that. I remember I was like, where's the Bomberman game? He's like, I sold it. I got rid of it. I was like, why? He was like, y'all never played it. And I was like, what? Oh, my God. I was so upset. Um, But then I believe we had a PS1 at my mom's house. And um, Christmas of 99, I think it was Christmas of 99, I got... Metal Gear Solid 1 and my stepbrother at the time uh, Jake um, had already had it Um, but um, I got the original version of the game and he had these glasses that were like you put on you plug it into the back of the AV cables or you plug the AV Mm -hmm. cables into it and it was like two screens on your eyes so it made it look like a screen right there in your face so it was like the first I guess in my mind, the first thing of like virtual reality. So I sat there for like four hours playing that game like, with that headset on. And I remember taking it off, and my eyes felt so crispy. It was ridiculous. It felt as crispy as the virtual boy, a virtual boy made
1: you feel. Oh, wow.
0: Which, um, that was a big craze, too. I remember my stepdad was in the um, Air Force uh, Reserves at that time, and he was stationed at a base... In Shreveport, I think. And we went to the the store, the military store there, and for they had a Virtual Boy on display, and I remember putting my eyes up to it, and I was like, oh, my God, this is horrible. <laughs> it was like lasers directly into your eyes. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I think, um, you know, my, my parents always, though they did get me some stuff that was like, you know, you get those gifts sometimes. You're like, thanks. And I'm like, where did you get these shoes? They're like, they're the exact shoes that Forrest Gump wore, and <laughs> <laughs> some big thick ass nurse shoes.
1: Those are my special shoes. <laughs>
0: Swear, it's dude. like it's
1: like one sole in the shoes bigger than yes, the other one. and
0: it's <laughs> always like he's like, "I got you some shoes for you to wear at school," and I'm like, "I am not wearing them. I am
1: going barefooted."
0: Yeah. So, um, but the I mean, just the I just remember like how crazily excited I was when he was like, "Oh, <laughs> I know, Forrest Gump shoes." When my dad was like, "All right, well, that's all the gifts," and we're like, "Okay, so." We're cleaning stuff up he's like hey I forgot one thing y'all come in here and uh, we were all standing there my dad was doing what he he does sometimes he was acting all mad I asked all y'all to clean all this stuff up in here and it took y'all way too long and we were all just kind of standing there so he said so I don't know if I should give y'all this last, last gift and we we're like what last gift and he was like and uh, Vicki my ex-stepmother came walking out and had this big box and I just remember us tearing into it, and I saw that N64 logo, bro. Oh, my God, dude. I lost it. It was so, <laughs> so cool. But anyways, um, if you're listening to the show and you do have any like really cool memories of when you were a kid and opening boxes and finding that it's a video game console or something like that, leave us a voice message on anchor.fm forward slash second opinion podcast. Um, and we will definitely make sure to play it on the show on one of the next episodes. But... As I said, this show is going to be somewhat of a quick hit. We got a couple of topics we're going to talk about, and then I got to send my boy Bolts off to bed because he's exhausted. Yeah, I see the bags hanging down to his lips. Hey, look, my eyes better. <laughs> it Looks better, and I shaved my head. Yeah, bro, I got a, like a forty-nine or fifty-dollar, um, like yeah. actual, yeah, bro. <laughs>
1: Oh dear. Why are you <laughs> tea, tea over there? On no, me?
0: I'm laughing because you're like I'm like I got an actual and I went to say like shaver and you were like <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is what but, we do, man. I'm gonna tell you what, dude. I put a little bit of. You I'm know, tell you, to, what. would. I had to put oil on the blades or whatever before I used it, and I like brushed it all in. And I turned it on, and I like barely went like this, and it was like, whew, and I was like, oh yes, <laughs> my God, my hair was thick. Like I know I'm bald on top, but Jesus, I didn't realize how much it had grown out.
1: Yeah, if if if, if my stuff grows out, it gets really coarse uh, and oh really my thick.
0: God, it was ridiculous. But anyway, so um, we're gonna talk about said. a couple of topics. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> we're going to talk about a couple of topics, um, and then we're going to end the show. Um, Sony Pictures is developing three movies and seven TV shows based on PlayStation games. Uh. Sony Pictures, and uh, Sony Pictures, a TV and film production arm of Sony Corporation, is seemingly working on more than just Uncharted. Um, their CEO recently told CNBC that the studio is working on three movies and seven TV shows, all based on PlayStation game content. Um, according to the CEO, Sony uh, will be relying more on its own brands going forward. We have no, no specific plan as of yet, but... We have a program within the company called One Sony. You'll all be seeing a lot more of this over time as it comes together. So I am really excited about that because I actually had even said to Bolts on one of the last episodes, I would love to see like a Sony animation or um, an animated version of like God of War. Um, I would love, uh, bro, perfect for instance. I would love to see a God of War live action movie with Jason Momoa. I don't know about you, but Jason Momoa would do great. Come on, dude, he would do perfect. I saw one person. I don't, I don't think so.
1: I do Who don't. do you think would play Kratos I, the best? I, I, I don't know. You have to give me some time to think Somebody about it. Somebody said Triple H. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, no bro. I did, not. did you
0: not see Babysitter? <laughs>
1: hell not even babysitter blade trinity blade trinity with the pomeranian
0: vampire dog and his little like diamond teeth um i just i don't know man i think jason momoa would do great i'm still really upset that the whole um the whole um crow series that was supposed to be uh that was supposed to have jason momoa in it got canned he was really excited for it and they ended up having to shut down the production of it for i can't even remember the exact reason um but I think if Robert Pattinson can play Batman, then I think Jason Momoa would like knock it out of the freaking park when it comes down to Kratos. So I have a question:
1: okay. Is in, in the video game world is 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 Kratos black or is he or is he, is he what?
0: Nah, it doesn't ever say.
1: It does, it, it, and and because that, because that's kind of what I was yeah. thinking. Because um, I was thinking of two actors. Uh, because as we were sitting here, okay. um, I, I think Tom Hardy could do it. Oh, yeah. Tom, Tom Hardy be, could do it? Yeah. And then, uh, Jamon Hoson. Now, it, do you know, um, The muffin and, Man? No, yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> the gun drop <laughs> Not the gumdrop belly buttons! Anyway. Not the gumdrop buttons! Um, uh, what was that movie? Gladiator. Right. The black dude that held Spartacus. Yeah, I mean, I think he would do... That, that, that's why I was, that's why I was thinking, you yeah. know, bl- black, white, depending on how you want to go with yeah. it. Um, but th- as far as those two, I could; those are about the biggest two I can think of. Um, people are throwing around like Dwayne Rock Johnson. I think he's. I think he w- he doesn't have the voice for it. Yeah. Um. I don't think he would have the demeanor because a lot of his movies are more funny than they are serious. Mm. Um. So I, I just that's that's kind of how that's those kind of two I would see going with that. Yeah. Um. But you know. okay.
0: Well, Terrence C. Carson played, uh, voiced. Um. Voiced kratos for the longest time and Terrence c carson has voiced uh i mean a lot of different stuff he's done a lot of acting um and uh, you know throughout the the years there's been a couple of things that i didn't really realize he was in um he was in star wars clone wars but the biggest thing that was like knock out of the park role was when he played afro samurai Um, I mean, Afro Samurai is such an amazing series. If you've never seen it, you definitely have to see it. Um, But he was great as Kratos. Um, Now, I will say I was shocked to see that they changed voice actors, but I could totally see Christopher Judge playing him in the real movie? In, in the actual movie, because he was the voice actor in the in this newest game. Right. And, you know, he was great in Stargate SG-1. Um, yeah, he and, was. And, you know, a few other things that he's done. But, I mean, he was awesome I will, in this I, movie. I,
1: I, will, I will say this. Um, I was kind of just... Because I, I wanted to look around and see what other people would, have, would uh, opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the top ten kind of. Dominic Purcell. Um, I don't know if anybody... Remember, he played the... Uh, uh, he played in the Blade Trinity series, uh, mm-hmm. the Blade series. He was the 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 one they pulled out of the temple's ground. Oh yeah, um, Dwayne Johnson, of course. Uh, Gerald Butler's name was thrown out there. That um, would be
0: that wouldn't be bad. Uh,
1: Chris Hemsworth.
0: Chris Hemsworth. Okay.
1: Um, let's see. Uh, C- of course, Christopher Judge's name was thrown out there. Tom mm-hmm. Hardy was out there. Um, uh, David Winham. I don't know if you remember him in the movie uh, 300. He was Spartacus' right hand man with the patch over his eye.
0: Oh man, yeah. Um,
1: I can see that. Of course, uh, Jaman Um I guess that's how you pronounce his name. Sorry for torturing it. Yeah. Uh, Jason it. Momoa's name was thrown out there, and then this is the number one: Dave Bautista. No way. <coughs> um, nope. And I was like, I looked at that Bautista. I was like, look, he did great. He's doing a, a fantastic job at Drax, but I can't see him no. as as Kratos. Mm-hmm. As that serious role, now you know? now
0: listen, Dave Bautista, I think is has kind of
1: proved no, absolutely, that he is a good actor, absolutely. Um, he he has and,
0: and, and now mind you, he has the he has the physique for it, and oh, he yeah. has like the um I guess raw kind of uh, like yeah.
1: tenacious acting. But I don't, I know, but, I mean, but when <clears> it comes <throat> to that seriousness. Yeah, you know the God of War. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he could. I don't think I'll he could still
0: do say my two picks are Christopher Judge and Jason Momoa because I think Jason Momoa would do amazing. He would do a great job, but I still think Christopher Judge. That would kind of be one of the first times to really do that. Like, hey, I voiced him in the game, and I'm also playing him on screen. But Christopher Judge has done on screen oh, movies before, so yeah, that that's true. Yeah, so. Um, anyways but i think this is really great news man i think this is going to be really big for sony and there's a possibility that we can see some really great stuff uh take off from this i
1: really want to know what what movies in this this oh bro they do oh dude if
0: they do a ghost toshima movie i'll lose my shit you know and 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 it's got to be no it can't be metal gear solid because they don't
1: own metal gear solid no see metal gear solid could be the series yeah Mm-hmm. you know so but and, but see and that's the thing I really want to know is like what movies are going to do because like, like I've said time time and time again turning a video game into a movie is so hard it's well, so hard
0: I'm almost a million percent sure on that list is The Last of Us because they have that already worked out with HBO as a series as a series as <coughs> and, 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 and <coughs> I
1: think I think whatever series that they put out there um it, it needs to be a, a Sony exclusive. Yeah. I you know? think that
0: what they could probably do, if I really think about, like, exclusives that they've done, they can obviously do God of War. Um, Last of Us, they could do um, Ghost of Shima. They could even do Death
1: Stranding, possibly. I, I, I'll, tell, I'll tell you one that would be just completely over the top. Um, I can see... Some of the the best, feel like medieval. No, oh <laughs> some of the best, like sci-fi makeup artists coming into to play this with the CGIs, and that would be Demon Souls.
0: Yes, that would be great, bro. That you're following really, really a
1: knight as he's traveling through the through the backwoods yes. of fucking basically hell. Excuse my language. Sorry no, about okay. that. Um, and just and just you know, I don't know about every episode fighting a huge demon or, or a huge yep. or whatever, but but telling the story of the knight as he's you know defending his land and stuff like that i think that would be cool
0: yeah that would be cool man and i i mean i think that they're gonna i think they're obviously gonna do more ratchet and clank stuff too because the last ratchet and clank movie was actually pretty successful the new game's coming out um but i don't know there's a lot that they can do yeah so uh moving on from that um we have some news about cyberpunk 2077 cyberpunk 2077 has sold over 13 million copies even despite refunds and the launch disaster um so uh bolts do you have this one pulled up no, uh, no i don't have
1: okay. nothing pulled up right. dude <laughs> so
0: um i'm not really going to go into big detail about this um it's sold 13 million um, I'm going to say this to clarify what I had said re- recently on social media. I am loving Cyberpunk 2077. I'm having a lot of fun. I'm having some glitches here and there, but nothing that has like been crazy or that's been console breaking or anything like that. There is still a couple of times that my game crashes, um, but it's like one out of ten times maybe that I play it. Yeah. Um, but... I'm really loving it and I feel really bad for the dev team that had that did pour a lot of time into this and probably wanted to hold this game back um, a little bit more so they can get everything fixed because this was an executive decision oh. like you can't have a dev like a dev's not gonna come down and say um, oh well we need to just go ahead and push it out um, but as a studio they do have to take Um, They do have to take uh, full responsibility for neglecting the ps4 and xbox because um i've heard other people say this perfectly too and i think you'll agree with this you know me and bolts kind of said this on the last podcast we're like well it should have just come out for xbox and uh, xbox series x ps5 and pc but before these consoles were even announced or you know revealed or whatever else this game was supposed to launch on ps4 and xbox one and pc and that's it you know what i'm saying so this was a last generation game So, I think that's the reason why it's irritating, is that there are other studios out there that have worked just as long and just as hard, like you have games like Red Dead Redemption 2, um, you have God of War, you have all these games that are coming out that are rendered well, that are working well, that have been worked on just as long and just as hard, and they're coming out and there's not these type of issues, you know what I'm saying? Um, You have Cyberpunk that is supposed to be the most ambitious RPG game since something like Skyrim and it launches and it launches in a total wonky state. So it is very upsetting because of course fans were really excited for everything that CG Project Red was pushing out because of The Witcher 3. You know what I'm saying? The Witcher series as a whole, The Witcher 2 and Witcher 3 were great games and when you come off of something that looks as good as The Witcher does and plays as well as The Witcher does and then you you push and push and push and say this game is going to be amazing, it's going to be unbelievable, it's going to be the best game you've ever played and then you even introduce hey Keanu Reeves is going to be in the game, then it just puts it over the top so of course it's going to be overhyped. You know, but the the game still sells well. The game plays well on next gen consoles and PC. Um, but you know, it's still a bad taste in my mouth. You know what I'm saying?
1: Um, I absolutely understand that. And and I'll, I'll say this. And I know this game was originally built for the 1X and for the PlayStation 4. Um, but the, on, honestly, and, and I strongly, and I strongly believe this, y'all. And as much as I want to play this on my on my One X, and as much as everybody wants to play it on the PS4, because of course, very few people have the next gen consoles. Yes, it should. They should have just, I, as much as I hate to say it, just just scratched it and said, <coughs> "Hey, holiday of twenty one, Cyberpunk point twenty seven to the next gen consoles." And and honestly, as much as it would have been like. Ugh! I'd be like, alright, cool.
0: Yeah. At least at least we would have known that the game would have, you know, launched and like
1: fully, completely, whatever. Exactly what it was supposed to be.
0: Yeah, because there's other games that did this, you know. Grand Theft Auto got pushed off a good chunk of times as well, you know. Doom got pushed off, I think, two times. So there's games that have been continuously uh, pushed back that have come out looking like a a diamond in, instead of looking like a piece of coal. And
1: go ahead. No, I was gonna say, um, and you 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 made the statement about Doom getting pushed back. This game was pushed back to almost like two, three, four, almost four times. Yeah. And at that point. CD Projekt should stepped back and said, "You know what? Let's just yeah, and just wait." Yeah, because but, yeah. because because they kept trying to fix something. I know it's just a, well, we need to polish it more. We need to do this. We're we're, yeah. we're 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 gold or platinum or however they say it when they say the game is done or whatever. Apparently not, because the game <laughs> was not finished.
0: Yeah, because they they tweeted out and they were like, you know, the game's gone gold or whatever. The game's coming out December tenth, but obviously they already had things, you know upset and had already talked to their investors and said, hey, you know, this is the last push, I promise. You know, but I also look at it like this. Wouldn't the investors even be more pissed off if, like, uh, the game's good, right? You're like, yes, the game is good. Uh, it's coming out December 10th. Their investors are like, okay, cool. That's great. And then the game launches and has all these issues. And did you see the dip? I mean, they lost a billion dollars in stock. Yep. You know, so... We can talk about Cyberpunk on every episode, <laughs> but it's just—it's just upsetting, man. It really is because I had really high hopes for the game. I mean, I, I'm liking it. I just hate that everybody else can't play it. So. Um, Bolts. Yo, what up, G? You said you don't have anything pulled up, or
1: do you? Have no, I don't, I don't. Okay. I don't, I don't
0: um, Microsoft has uh, is. It says Microsoft may offer a Spotify-like family plan for Xbox Game Pass. So it says Xbox Game Pass is one of the best values for any subscription service and games. But what if it could offer even better values for families? That's what one Xbox owner asked the company, and the answer was surprisingly open on uh, Twitter um, he uh, where is it at blah, 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 blah. it says um Uh, The the ever-responsive head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, was asked on Twitter if Microsoft considered offering a solution for households with multiple Xbox consoles if they wanted to share a single Game Pass. According to Spencer, offering a family tier of Xbox Game Pass is something Microsoft actually wants to do. And he simply replied back it's something we'd like to do. <laughs> he said there is a home console feature for one console household but multiple family members with with consoles a family plan, a, a family plan would help. Uh really appreciate the feedback. <clears throat> so, um it's something that they want to do and I think it's something that can even sell more Xboxes.
1: Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If there's an ultimate family pass, I guess you could call it or whatever. And just let's just say it's an Ultimate Family Pass, um, and it's you know to twenty two ninety nine whatever whatever price you yeah. want to put on it, and you have the ability to share all of the online capabilities. It's it's it's, it's gold, bro. Yeah, it, it truly is. Yeah. Um, if you got a household of five people, um, and three of them play you know online games. And you had to pay for three separate online subscriptions. Yeah, and then you can bust that down to one, bro. I'm, I'm just saying, it. It, it'd be a- it
0: would it would honestly it would solidify the reason why any family should own an Xbox. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? So, and there's like I said before, there there is a perfect reason uh, or a perfect way of buying it. So, like if let's say if you know the dad has the Xbox Series X. Um and he want to get both of his sons, you know, or he want to get his son and his daughter, um, uh, whatever a Series S, and then they have a younger son that has a you know uh, an Xbox One X.
1: No, they, they would they would have to do it just like a Netflix subscription. If you purchase, let's say, you pay seventeen ninety nine a month, you can use up to seven devices. Yeah. You purchase you know anywhere from the the ultimate game pass, which is either you know, like sixteen bucks a month, I'll say all the way up to say let's say just say thirty bucks. Yeah. From one one device up to five. Think about how much cheaper that is too. If you play pay for ultimate game pass, it
0: gives you access to online, right? Because mm. ultimate game pass is is Xbox mm. Gold and all that wrapped in. So you can have let's say i would probably say they would do four devices at the at the most four yeah, five of, yeah. saying, so like four devices for golden. oh my god <laughs> four <laughs> devices for 29.99 a month that is golden yep god that's golden
1: and and you would set it up like you know each each profile would have its own device yeah you know or or each profile you know what i'm saying yeah it would just it would it would be it would be gold dude yeah it really you pop would pop up be. and it's like a netflix which profile me
0: That would be great Um, But as I said This is a a, Well somewhat of a short It's an hour long podcast But We just want to wish you all A very Merry Christmas And a Happy New Year And a Happy New Year Happy Holidays to everybody Thank you Happy Holidays Everyone that has been listening And um, Why is the carpet Carpet wet (laughs) Margo (laughs) I don't know I don't know Oh, my God. I'm so lost here for a second. Um, but um, I just want to give a big shout-out to everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. <clears throat> um, possibly, I don't know. I, I don't know if we'll possibly you want to do one next week.
1: Man, I don't know, bro. We'll do one next week.
0: <laughs> we'll do one next week. Um, we'll, uh, we'll have it posted. If there's any
1: significant <laughs>
0: news come
1: out, we'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> If not, we'll, we'll just come on here and go... Mmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: Talk about the year as a whole. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. We
1: could do our our, our our final notes of 2020. Yeah,
0: because we've ta- we kind of talked about our top games of 2020. But um, we could talk about wishes of 2021 and what we really want to see. So, I mean, we, we've we talked about... I upcoming, got you word. Yeah, you know we'll,
1: what I'm saying. We'll do it. Yeah. Uh, a, a
0: year-end review. Yeah, a year-end review. So, anyways... Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Thank you for tuning in to the Second happy Opinion holidays. Podcast and uh we love you very much. Check us out at Centelinks.com. Oh, Christmas
1: tree <laughs> peace oh,
0: out. Christmas tree.